Fellowship Church devotional podcast to make sure you have the spiritual nourishment that you need to make it through these difficult times. Today's message is the final installment from the past few weeks' messages out of Romans chapter 8. Until this point in Romans 8, and the whole book of Romans for that matter, Paul has been building an argument like a lawyer preparing a defense. And now, through a series of rhetorical questions, he brings the reader to the conclusion of the matter of salvation. Today's topic? What's the verdict? Our passage today comes from Romans chapter 8, verses 31 through 39. Let's go to the scriptures. Verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus, the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, distress, persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all of these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul starts by asking, What shall we say to these things? What are these things? It is all of Romans up until this point. Romans chapter 1 through 3 show that all stand guilty before the Lord, the creator of the universe. That is everyone. The pagan, the moral person, even the religious person, all fall short of God's glory. Romans chapter 4 shows us that salvation has always been on the basis of grace through faith. Romans 4 3 says, Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. Then Romans 5 through 8 is full of benefits for the believer, from the free gift of salvation to no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. So what shall we say to these things? I say, thank you, Jesus. He then asks a second question. If God is for us, who can be against us? What is the expected answer here? No one. No one can successfully be against us. We know that Satan and his forces and the world system are all against us, but they cannot prevail and triumph over us. Another question in verse 32, he asks, Who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all? How will he not also graciously give us all things? If God didn't spare his own son to give us salvation, will he not give us the rest? Ephesians chapter 1 tells us we already have every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. And 2 Peter chapter 1 says we have everything we need for life and godliness. We may know these things, but often we have difficulty believing it for ourselves and clinging to it. Paul's questions keep coming. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? The answer is no one, because it is God who justifies. If God is the judge and he declares that we are justified, not guilty, that settles it. No one can appeal that decision because there is no higher court. God is the ultimate supreme court. We know that Satan his name literally means accuser, tries to bring charges against us. And according to Revelation 12.10, he accuses us before God day and night. Now, all of these accusations are valid because even as believers, we still sin. But the charges are immediately thrown out of court because God has already declared us righteous in his sight through faith in Christ. 
Verse 34 asks, Who is to condemn us? No one. Because it is Christ who died for us, the penalty has already been paid. The sufficiency of the payment was guaranteed by Christ's victory over death, by his resurrection, and by his ascension. And now our Lord is at the right hand of God, making intercession for us. The focus now shifts to security and assurance of salvation. He asks, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? Now, I'll venture to say that most of us haven't faced the conditions that the first century believers faced, at least not to any significant degree. But when our road gets slightly difficult, or we face some kind of adversity, we can often find ourselves asking, Does God really love me? Lord, do you even care what's going on in my life? If that's the case, we're doubting God's promises. Let's cling to the word in these times and then lean into the Lord. This is how we become, as verse 37 says, more than conquerors through him who loved us. He still loves us. He still cares. God even ordained some of these situations we go through to grow our faith, to strengthen our bond to him, and ultimately to bring him glory. As we endure, conquer, and look back, we too will be persuaded as Paul was that nothing will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Look back at verses 38 and 39 and circle them. That's quite a list. You'll notice that in that list is nothing physical, nothing spiritual, not even death can separate us from his love. What a promise. Personally, I get encouraged when he says, nothing in all creation, because that means nothing. Nothing can separate me from his love, not even me, not my mouth, not my mind, not my decisions can separate me from his love. And because of this, you and I ought to rejoice. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for the words of Paul, which convict and encourage us. We can see that in your divine wisdom and love, you've allowed Christ to take our penalties so that we can live in his righteousness. Forgive us when we doubt your love and faithfulness in the tough times. We thank you for your word that reminds us of your promises. Continue to grow us in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in whom same we pray. Amen. Well, join us here Monday through Friday for more devotions from the Bible Fellowship Church pastoral staff and on Sundays for our services streamed live on YouTube and Facebook. You can also join us in person on Sundays for service at 9 and 11 a.m. Please go to our website, www.bfcsebring.com, for the links to services and other resources. Have a blessed day.